Today is July the 15th, 2022. My name is Melissa. Welcome to A Lamp and a Light. So glad that we're here together today to read the one-year Bible. And of course, we're reading in the King James Version as we do every day. And you know, God is just so good to us. And He has got such a good word for us, such good instruction for us today. And I just can't wait to get into His Word to see what it is for today. I have with me also today my friend from Message of Love Church, Sister Vicki Gross, and she's going to read the Psalm and the Proverb today. So let's just get started and see what God has for us all. Lord, we just come before you and we ask you, Lord, to bless the reading of your Word. We'll give you the glory, the honor, and the praise for everything you do through this Word today in our lives and through our lives. In Jesus' name. First Chronicles nineteen one through twenty one thirty. Now it came to pass after this that Nahash the king of the children of Ammon died, and his son reigned in his stead. And David said, I will show kindness unto Hanan the son of Nahash, because his father showed kindness to me. And David sent messengers to comfort him concerning his father. So the servants of David came into the land of the children of Ammon to Hanan to comfort him. But the princes of the children of Ammon said to Hanan. Thinkest thou that David doeth honor thy father, that he hath sent comforters unto thee? Are not his servants come unto thee for to search, and to overthrow, and to spy out the land? Wherefore Hanan took David's servants, and shaved them, and cut off their garments in the midst of hard by their buttocks, and sent them away. Then there were, went certain, and told David how the men were served. And he sent to meet them, and the men were greatly ashamed. And the king said, Tarry at Jericho until your beards be grown, and then return." And when the children of Ammon saw that they had made themselves odious to David, Hanan and the children of Ammon sent a thousand talents of silver to hire them chariots and horsemen out of Mesopotamia and out of Syria, Mechach, and out of Zobah. So they hired thirty and two thousand chariots and the king of Mecca and his people who came and pitched before Medida. And the children of Ammon gathered themselves together from their cities and came to battle. And when David heard of it, he sent Joab and all the host of the mighty men. And the children of Ammon came out and put their battle in array before the gate of the city. And the kings that were come were by themselves in the field. Now when Joab saw that the battle was set against him before and behind, he chose out of all the choice of Israel and put them in array against the Syrians. And the rest of the people he delivered into the hand of Abishai, his brother. And they set themselves in array against the children of Ammon. And he said, If the Syrians be too strong for me, then thou shalt help me. But if the children of Ammon be too strong for thee, then I will help thee. Be of good courage, and let us behave ourselves valiantly for our people and for the cities of our God, and let the Lord do that which is good in his sight. So a Joab and the people that were with him drew nigh before the Syrians into the battle, and they fled before him. And when the children of Ammon saw that the Syrians were fled, they likewise fled before Abishai, his brother, and entered into the city. Then Joab came to Jerusalem. And when the Syrians saw that they were put to the worse before Israel, they sent messengers and drew forth the Syrians that were beyond the river. And Shopak, the ch- captain of the host of Adahazer, went before them. And it was told David, and he gathered all of Israel and passed over Jordan and came upon them and set the battle in array against them. So when David had put the battle in array against the Syrians, they fought with him. But the Syrians fled before Israel, and David slew the Syrians, seven thousand men, which fought in 
in chariots and 40,000 footmen and killed the Shopak, the captain of the host. And when the servant of Hadeazar saw that they were put to the worst before Israel, they made peace with David and became his servants. Neither would the Syrians help the children of Ammon any more. And it came to pass that after the year was expired, at the time that the kings go out to battle, Joab led forth the power of the army and wasted the country of the children of Ammon and came and besieged Rabah. And David tarried at Jerusalem, and Joab smote Rabah and destroyed it. And David took the crown of their king from off his head and found it to weigh a talent of gold. And there were precious stones in it, and it was set upon David's head, and he brought also exceeding much spoil out of the city. And he brought out of the people that were in it and cut them with saws and with harrows of iron and with axes. Even so dealt David with all the cities of the children of Ammon. And David and all the people returned to Jerusalem. And it came to pass after this that there arose war at Gezer with the Philistines, at which time Sibishai, the Hushanite, slew Sippai, that was of the children of the giant, and they were subdued. And there was war again with the Philistines. And Elahanan, the son of Jar, slew Lami, the brother of the Goliath, the Gittite, whose spear staff was like the weaver's beam. And yet again there was war at Gath, where was a man of great statue, whose fingers and toes were four and twenty, six on each hand and six on each foot. And he also was the son of the giant. And when he defied Israel, Jonathan the son of Shimei, David's brother, slew him. These were born unto the giant of Goth, and they fell by the hand of David and by the hand of his servants. And Satan stood up against Israel and provoked David to number Israel. And David said to Joab and to the rulers of the people, Go number Israel from Beersheba even to Dan, and bring the number of them to me that I may know it. And Joab answered, The Lord make his people a hundred times so many more as they be. But the Lord, but my lord the king, are they not all the, my lord's servants? Why then doth my lord require this thing? Why will he be a cause of trespass to Israel? Nevertheless, the king's word prevailed against Joab. Wherefore Joab departed and went throughout all Israel and came to Jerusalem. And Joab gave the sum of the number of people unto David. And all they of Israel were a thousand, thousand, and a hundred thousand men that drew sword. And Judah was four hundred threescore and ten thousand men that drew sword. But Levi and Benjamin counted he not among them. For the king's word was abominable to Joab. And God was displeased with this thing. Therefore he smote Israel. And David said unto God, I have sinned greatly because I have done this thing. But now I beseech thee, do away the iniquity of thy servant. For I have done very foolishly. And the Lord spake unto Gad, David's seer, saying, Go and tell David, saying, Thus saith the Lord, I offer thee three things. Choose thee one of them, that I may do it unto thee. So Gad came to David and said unto him, Thus saith the Lord, Choose thee either three years famine or three months to be destroyed before thy foes, while thy, that the sword of thine enemies overtaketh thee, or else three days the sword of the Lord, even the pestilence in the land, and the angel of the Lord destroying throughout all the coast of Israel. Now therefore advise thyself what word I shall bring again to him that sent me. And David said unto Gad, I am in a great strait. Let me fall now into the hand of the Lord, and for very great are his mercies, but let me not fall into the hand of man. So the Lord sent pestilence upon Israel, and there fell of Israel seventy thousand men. 
And God sent an angel unto Jerusalem to destroy it. And as he was destroying, the Lord beheld, and he repented him of the evil, and said to the angel that destroyed, It is enough, stay now thine hand. And the angel of the Lord stood by the threshing floor of Ornan the Jebusite. And David lifted up his eyes and saw the angel of the Lord stand between the earth and the heaven, having a drawn sword in his hand stretched out over Jerusalem. Then David and the elders of Israel, who were clothed in sackcloth, fell upon their face. And David said unto God, Is it not that I commanded the people to be numbered? Even I it is that have sinned and done evil indeed. But as for these sheep, what have they done? Let thine hand, I pray thee, O Lord my God, be on me and on my father's house, but not on the people that they should be plagued. Then the angel of the Lord commanded Gad to say to David that David should go up and set up an altar unto the Lord in the threshing floor of Ornan the Jebusite. And David went up at the saying of Gad, which he spake in the name of the Lord. And Ornan turned back and saw the angel and his four sons with him hid themselves. Now Ornan was threshing wheat. And as David came to Ornan, Ornan looked and saw David and went out of the threshing floor and bowed himself to David with his face to the ground. Then David said to Ornan, Grant me the place of this threshing floor, that I may build an altar therein to the Lord. Thou shalt grant it in me for the full price, that the plague may be stayed for the, from the people. And Ornan said unto David, Take it to thee, and let my lord the king do that which is good in his eyes. Lo, I give thee the oxen also for burnt offerings, and the threshing floor instrument for wood, and the wheat for meat offering. I give it all. And King David said to Ornan, Nay, but I will verily buy it for the full price. For I will not take that which is thine for the Lord, nor offer burnt offerings without cost. So David gave to Ornan for the place six hundred shekels of gold by weight. And David built there an altar unto the Lord, and offered burnt offerings and peace offerings, and called upon the Lord, and he answered him from heaven by fire upon the altar of burnt offering. And the Lord commanded the angel, and he put up his sword again into the sheath thereof. And at that time, when David saw the Lord had answered him in the threshing floor of Ornan the Jebusite, then he sacrificed there for the tabernacle of the Lord, which Moses made in the wilderness, and the altar of the burnt offerings were at that season in the high place of Gibeon. But David could not go before it to inquire of God, for he was afraid because of the sword of the angel of the Lord. Romans two twenty five through 3, 8 For circumcision verily profiteth if thou keep the law. But if thou be a breaker of the law, thy circumcision is made uncircumcision. Therefore, if the uncircumcision keep the righteousness of the law, shall not his uncircumcision be counted for circumcision and shall not uncircumcision which is by nature if it fulfill the law judge thee who by the letter and the circumcision does transgress the law for he is not a jew which is not it which is one outwardly neither is that circumcision which is outward in the flesh but he is a jew which is one inwardly and circumcision is that of the heart in the spirit and not in the letter whose praise is not of men but of god what advantage then hath the Jew, or what profit is there of circumcision? Much every way chiefly, because that unto him, them were committed the oracles of God. For what if some did not believe? Shall their unbelief make the faith of God without effect? God forbid. Yea, let God be true, but every man a liar. As it is written, that thou mightest be justified in thy saying, and mightest overcome when thou art judged.
But if our unrighteousness commend the righteousness of God, what shall we say? Is God unrighteous who taketh vengeance? I speak as a man. God forbid, for then shall, how shall God judge the world? For if the truth of God hath more abounded through my lie unto his glory, why yet am I also judged as a sinner? And not rather, as we be slanderously reported, and as some affirm that we say, let us do evil that good may come, whose damnation is just. Psalms 11, 1 through 7. In the Lord put I my trust. How say ye to my soul, flee as a bird to your mountain. For lo, the wicked bend their bow. They make ready their arrow upon the string, that they may privily shoot at the upright in heart. If the foundation be destroyed, what can the righteous do? The Lord is in his holy temple. The Lord's throne is in heaven. His eyes behold, his eyelids try, the children of men. The Lord tried the righteous, but the wicked and him that loveth violence, his soul hateth. Upon the wicked he shall rain snares, fire and brimstone, and in horrible tempest this shall be the portion of their cup. For the righteous Lord loveth righteousness, his countenance doth behold the upright. Proverbs 19, 10-12 Delight is not seemingly for a fool, much less for a servant to have rule over princes. princes. The discretion of a man deferreth his anger, and it is his glory to pass over a transgression. The king's wrath is as the roaring of a lion, but his favor is a dew upon the grass. The passage that really struck me today was in the Old Testament when King David told Ornan that he could not be given the threshing floor. He would not take the threshing floor. And he said to Ornan in First Chronicles twenty one twenty four. it says, And King David said to Ornan, Nay, but I will verily buy it for the full price, for I will not take that which is thine for the Lord, nor offer burnt offerings without cost. And it just reminds me that sometimes we give offerings and it costs a lot. Some people are giving offerings and it may not seem much in man's eyes, but it's a lot for them. And some people are giving great big offerings. And if we see it, we think, wow, what a sacrifice. And it's not a sacrifice at all for them. And it just goes to remind us not to judge what other people give. We are to give unto the Lord according to as he puts it on our heart. And we're not to give offerings without a cost. It is supposed to cost all of us something when we give an offering to the Lord. That is the reason it's called an offering. And that is when he can accept it. He can accept it when it has cost us something. Because it cost him something when he gave his life for us on that cross. So just something to remember today. That's just something that struck me. We were talking about that a little bit in Sunday school last Sunday even. So Lord, we just come before you and we thank you, Lord, for this day. We thank you for this word, God. We thank you that you have instructed us. You have encouraged us. You have shown us the way to go, Lord. And Lord, help all of our offerings 
to come with a cost that it might please you. And we'll give you the glory, we'll give you the honor, we'll give you the praise. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Thank you.